From Bias to Equality podcast is brought to you by the CEO magazine, Holman Web Lawyers, and B2 Buy. Hello, and welcome to my podcast, From Bias to Equality. I'm your host, Sandra D'Souza. Thank you for joining us. Today, we are going to have a conversation with Yaki Yane. He is the CEO and president of Pluri since 2019. He served in a variety of executive positions in Pluri since 2006, including Chief Financial Officer, Chief Operating Officer, and Executive Vice President. Yaki is the former co-chairman and current board member of Israel Advanced Technology Industries, also known as IATI, which is the largest umbrella organization representing Israel's life science and high-tech industries. Yaki founded over the years several activities and organizations to promote and support the Israeli life science industry. Pluri, a NASDAQ-listed company, is pushing the boundaries of science and engineering to create cell-based products for commercial use and is pioneering a biotech revolution that promotes global well-being and sustainability. The company's technology platform, a patented and validated state-of-the-art 3D cell expansion system advances novel cell-based solutions for a, for a range of initiatives, from medicine and climate change to food scarcity, animal cruelty, and beyond. Pluri currently operates in the field of regenerative medicine, good food tech, sorry, food tech and biologics, and aims to establish partnerships that leverage the company's 3D cell-based technology traditional industries that require effective mass cell production. Hi, Yaki. Thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast today. Hi, Sandra. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you joining us. And it was just great. I always like to read out the bio and the company so that the listeners can quickly understand your background, your very um, impressive background, as well as what the company is trying to achieve. And by doing that, so I can go straight into the my favorite part of the podcast talking about gender equality but before we do that and even though I know I've done like the bio and and the company I really like you to share your career journey to how is it like you know how it got you to where you are now and and that journey of um, what you've achieved so far it's the the question is very relevant uh, also for the philosophy and gender, gender equity because uh, my career started in, in a little bit strange way, getting me to, to, to Pluri. Uh, I actually have a financial background. I'm a CPA by training. Uh, I did work for a few years for my government and then for Ernst & Young, uh, auditing uh, in, in Tel Aviv. But... And after Arsenyago was working for the high-tech industry, working with, uh, especially in, uh, in machine vision companies like Airbus Vision System. And then at a certain point in my life, I saw a graph, a simple graph on the internet, like you see on a daily basis. But this graph actually changed the course of my career and the way that eventually brought me to, to Pluri. That was the graph that showing the change in life expectancy of humans, humanity, life expectancy in the last 150 years. And I was shocked. I mean, I saw the numbers and I just couldn't believe it. Mm. It was a simple graph, but basically showed that humanity has doubled its life expectancy in the last 150 years, double, from 45 in average to over 80. And 
it also indicated that that phenomena will continue. And when I saw this graph, I said, oh, I don't believe it. And I was reading into the material. And this is the time at the moment that I decided that I have to be part of the life science industry in order to make sure that we will, will be able to continue to treat our elderly patient with dignity and respect. So I have a very specific point in time <laughs> that wow. made me eventually come into this industry. Uh, being part of Pluri, initially as a CFO, but in the last few years as a CEO of the company, and also being very active in the life science industry in Israel. I can see that so, also with your involvement outside of Pluri as well. So I guess now the the, the meaty questions, uh, so to speak, is the is that the company qualifies for LX Stars. Can you tell us, I guess, you know, with our criteria, um, and obviously, you know, um, I, I know the background of this, but I'd just really like to hear it in your own words. So, you know, in terms of the qualifier, because you have at least one woman CEO or CFO, um, you know, the, the full criteria, one woman board chair, 25% on board, 25% on senior leadership. We only say that at least three out of four is what really um, matters because, you know, we don't expect every company to have a woman board chair, but what would be good, What why, you know, it is actually why this all started is because when we did our research, less than 5% of companies have achieved these criteria and Pluri is, is one of those less than 5%. So, so yeah, so tell us a little bit more about the, the people that are um, in, in, in these criteria that I'm talking about. I believe it's critically important to have these criteria that we'll be able to measure ourselves. Um, with Pluri, we are meeting uh, three of the four criteria, but um, of course, that's something that uh, can always uh, increase or, or decrease because this is a, a viable, a vivid company. Uh, we do have a, a CFO woman. Um, we do have the 25% in the board of directors. We actually used to have more, but at this specific time, it's only 25%. Um, and we do have not 25% of leadership. We have like 60% of, of senior leadership, which are uh, uh, women. Um, and that's something which is based on this criteria, but you know, at, at Pluri, we, we, we breathe and believe in, in, in gender equity. So not necessarily following a specific rules and criteria. This is the way that we are behaving or making our business, uh, making our business with full gender equity. And, and it's great. I saw in your board, you've got six, like, no, sorry, your leadership team, you've got 60% and you've got roles, um, you know, like you talk about the CFO, you've got the chief medical officer, um, you've got some technical roles that um, that women are represented in those leadership roles. So do you want to share, I guess, the, the values and beliefs in gender equality? How did you um, what was the journey like to get to that 60%? So I can say that for me, it's very natural. Maybe being a father for three daughters or I, I always tell my team and the people that I meet, I, I suffer from, from a terrible uh, uh, health situation, which is that I'm blind to, <laughs> to skin, size. I do try to look to, to human's heart and brain. Uh, and in that aspect, I'm, I hope that I'm doing a, a reasonably uh, good work, but I'm really blind to all other elements. 
Um, and so for me to consider or to speak about gender equity is like speaking about breathing. Do we need to breathe? I just do that. So that's <laughs> something which is natural, which we do try. And at the beginning, I was a little bit intolerant to the discussion of, because I say, why do we need to discuss it? And then my team told me, Yaki, that's not the way that this world is behaving. So let's talk about what we do. And this is the time that I understood that it's really important to, to speak it up and to make sure that everybody understands. So I'll say, and I'm saying it clearly, and I'm saying it to any of my executives in the company, which are by chance 60% women. None of them got these positions because they are females or women, none of them. All of them because they are excellent managers and they have an excellent CFO, an excellent CMO, an excellent uh, uh, chief well-being, an excellent chief quality, an excellent uh, uh, a BD or business officer that is doing the pharma. By chance, all of them are females, but it just happened because they are very good at the position. So it sounds nice, but it's not always easy because I do truly believe that all of us, all of us are equal and everybody has to deliver and to do what they need to do, no matter the gender, size, color, or any other parameter that most of the people are able to see. That's, that's really admirable, um, Yaki. So was there a time in Pluri that, um, that there was a transformation to specifically like policies or, um, and I know you're saying that, you know, it is ultimately recruiting the best candidates. I guess I'm trying to find out whether um, that there was there was any initiatives or, or a change that needed, or has it always been like this even before you started? So we spoke it's many years like that, uh, but we, we do try to build now a more structured mechanism as the company is growing, uh, including also joining to several associations like uh, Compassionate Capitalism or, or, or other organizations which speaks uh, uh, speak the language that we speak. So it was funny, actually, we, we got to these organizations, my uh, VPHR, the, the chief well-being, that one day she came to me and she told me, Yaki, you know, I met a very nice organization and they sound like us. I mean, we never <laughs> knew that it's, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> the, the, there is such organizational people speaking the language who just do that. But today we do try to build all the infrastructure that you needed in order to ensure that now, 10 years and 50 years from now, Pluri will always be a place that uh, will promote and speak up about uh, gender equality. That's great. So do you mind if I ask, because I can tell obviously that your, your beliefs is very personal and you're really passionate about life sciences. Um, and with, with Pluri, um, replicates the same culture and, and, and those sort of values. So was it a case of um, you instilling that or it always has that? Um, I know that you talked, you know, just in about a little bit of the journey, but I'm, I guess I'm, I'm trying to work out, it's like the chicken and the egg, which came first? <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll, I'll say as follows, with life science, especially in Israel, uh, this is an area that they do have a significant presence of, of uh, women in this industry. Uh, at Pluri, it wasn't always the case. It started a little bit differently, but very soon, even 15 years ago, very quickly, uh, we started to implement uh, the, 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 the concept and the process that the best candidates would be in the best position, no matter 
And of course, there are additional layers to that. It's not only about gender. It's mm. about uh, ethnicity and about religious and about many, many, other, many, many aspects. But uh, I do want to, I always say the same, the same phrase, we are equal human beings in different positions. So that's the essence of Pluri. We see everybody as equal human beings serving in different positions based on their talent, uh, talent and uh, qualifications. Yeah, that's great. And, and what's the, uh, the board um, in terms of the strategic vision for the board? Um, I know that, um, and I know, I guess I'm, it is a challenging question with I want, like, okay, let me, let me start again. <laughs> mm -hmm. The, I can tell, I can tell the board, you know, with you leading, uh, are, are supportive. So is there an additional push that you need from the board to support, um, the initiatives that you're talking about to maintain the leadership? with women on boards as well as the senior leadership team? So that's, that's a work that they always need to be done. It's not, it's not a one-time project that you just did it and that's it. So you have to maintain yeah. it because companies are, it's a living organism. Yeah. Uh, but I think as CEOs, we should be very clear uh, about our strategy, but also about our vision and understanding about equity or equality in the organization. And this is something which is, I'm, I'm, I'm very clear and also almost, I have a, I'm very tolerant human being, but in this case, I'm not tolerant at all. So I'm very clear <laughs> how, it, how it should be, how it should look like. And I'm, I'm blessed to have the support of my board of directors and, 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 and the senior leadership. So the best candidates, we should speak up and to make sure that we are maintaining also the criteria as, as you indicated because that's important for, for, for the balance also of, of, of the company. But it's, it's mainly about us to, to be very clear about our vision and what, what we like to push and, and to gain the board support. And of course, as you get more positions with senior leaderships uh, that are, there is a nice uh, diversity with the company, it's much easier to gain and, and, and to build this culture of uh, diversity and, and, and equality across the organization from the board of director to each and every of the employees. That's great. That's great. And so you talk a lot about, you know, having the best candidates and, um, and, and, you know, having, you know, great candidates for the roles who also happen to be women. Um, I think that's great. You'll be surprised, I guess. Um, I've, I've spoken to other companies, let's say they don't qualify for Lexstars, who say that they try to recruit uh, more women and, you know, they, they, they um, really want to have that balance. But through the recruitment process, they, they struggle and even some struggle to retain um, women leaders in within the company. So with your, I guess, um, amazing achievement with the candidates, you have, you know, like you said, it's always about the best candidates. But, but I do think that there's something special about um, attracting um, them to Pluri because it must be a little bit more women friendly or, or there's some sort of culture. So do, can you speak to that? Like, is there any particular message through the recruitment process or how you go about recruiting and, and retaining? It's, a, it's an interesting question that we are trying to, to, cry, to crack by ourselves to understand what we are doing in the process and to, to, be, able, to, to be able to maintain it. I believe it starts with the values of the company. Uh, Pluri is a company that really 
believing in, in trust, in empowerment, and also to have a very safe environment for our employees. One of our VPs told me a beautiful thing a few years ago, and he told me, Yaki, what I like about our company, that I can be myself. So I, need mm -hmm. to, I don't need to come with a mask. I, don't, I can be myself, 100% of me. The good thing, the bad things, so I can be at my best here in, in the company. So that's important to create the culture that you accept human beings. And we know all of us have our good days and bad days, and we have our uh, you know, uh, genetics <laughs> and, and behavior elements. And, and once you are able to, that people feel that very comfortable in their environment, they have become very good because that's the best out of you. And yeah. I always tell my, my people, nobody in the world can be better you than you. I mean, you are the perfect you. Nobody can do it better than, than you are. So that's important to make sure that the values will be there. It is important for us as CEOs. I, I believe in every aspect, but especially here is a leading by example. So if you hire senior leadership, which is on your direct uh, decision, I mean, these are your VPs, these are your the, 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 the C-level that you're hiring, make sure that you're hiring the right people. And yeah, if it's it's might be difficult, but if you want to make it happen, make sure that you get it, gonna have women in your leadership. I'm sure that they will be very helpful in hiring other employees. And that's a process. It's not a one-time project. You have to work in that and you have to, to, to leave that. But the top-down mm -hmm. approach, in my opinion, is critical. And, you know, people are smart. Uh, I always say you cannot bluff in that case. So you need- <laughs> That's very true. The, you need to walk the walk. You just cannot talk the talk and to come with nice flyers. And so if you're walking, the people will see that. People will appreciate that and people will follow that. Uh, and that's, it's not only about gender. It's about diversity and, and equity across the organization. Uh, and human beings are much more than, there's many, many, many differences, not, not only the gender. That's fantastic. And I guess, um, you know, that that really, I can, the, the you know, you talk about the values and your beliefs and, and your leadership style, I believe definitely helps um, in, in, in bringing that equality into your um, organisation. So I really, I know, I, I, like, <laughs> I don't want to finish off with one more question, but um, and I, I can certainly keep talking to you, Yaki, all night, but, um, or all day in your case, but um, <laughs> I, do, I do have to um, come to this very important question. I do meet a lot of CEOs um, and in our conversation where they said that they, are, they want to, they believe in it, but they're struggling to achieve diversity um, with, with their senior leadership team for, for, for a number of reasons, for, for a variety of reasons. And I'd also want to tell you through the interviews of my book and the podcast, um, the CEOs that I've spoken to or, you know, other business leaders, they, they, they do also experience similar struggles, but their approach and their commitment helps them achieve that gender balance. Um, seeing that you have achieved that and you are achieving that, and I know it's it's fluid, it, it, you know, um, it could change, but you can maintain that percentage. Um, do you want to just share what is your advice to other CEOs who are struggling and and want to do what you're doing with when it comes to gender equality? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> first of all, we need to be uh, very determined. Uh, I think that that's the case. 
if you decided that this is what you want to, to achieve, we know that like any other element in our strategy, it requires the, the attention, the patient and the persistent. Just make sure that you're coming with very clear messaging and, and, and line. For me, maybe it was an easy call because Pluri, you know, we're working with sales, with placenta sales. So uh, uh, that's something that is in the genetic of the company to, to understand that, uh, um, of course, women are a big part of, of our, from of material to management team. So that's something which is, yeah. <laughs> this is all around us. But as I said, it's about making the decision from top down. This is something that needs to go top down make your nomination and work hard on them. I can tell you that in my management team, uh, I'm blessed with, uh, in this case, with women that are, some of them are young and they are building their families. So you need to fill up structures that will enable them to bring their talent and power, but also allowing them to, to keep them as a, as a whole human being. You don't want to have the best PFO, but she's going to have a, she's not going to have a family or anyone else because we are an entire human being. Uh, so make sure that you are building the, you, that you are building the infrastructure and building an organization that will enable also, uh, to enable them to work uh, and to make the progress and to be really on the leadership positions with the other requirements that, that they have. But truly believe in that from your inside. So we need to make our work from, from the inside. If you're gonna truly believe in that, people will see that. Make your nominations and then, the magic start and it's going to be inside the organization. It's not going to open, it's not going to happen, happen overnight, but I'm very confident that it's going to happen if we're going to have the commitment for that. That's great. I think, I think you're very spot on, Yaki. Um, thank you so much. I really appreciate you sharing the knowledge um, of how you're doing it with your company so that you can share this success uh, with other business leaders who are trying to do the same. And um, and let's you know the, the 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 reason for this is that so that we can have more companies, more than five percent of companies actually achieving gender equality. So thank you, Yaki, for your time today. I really appreciate it, and um, and sharing your knowledge with our listeners. Thank you very much, Sandra, and thank you for the wonderful work that you are doing. That's great. Thank <laughs> thank with you. Your, with your work, we're going to be much more than five percent. <laughs> Oh, I hope so. That's that's certainly my intention, and um, and I can't do it on my own. But it, this is good that, like I said, sharing your knowledge and 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 getting others to help with this journey is 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 the way to do it. Great. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Today's episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors. Firstly, we're sponsored by B two Buy. B two Buy is your trusted business buying platform that simplifies and automates your buying process helping you buy smarter and faster, giving you greater visibility and value. With 100,000s products in one place, B2Buy is passionate about connecting diverse suppliers with corporate buyers, so you can create a more inclusive business environment and buy better with www.b2buy.online. Our second sponsor is Holman Web Lawyers, an award-winning and dynamic full-service Australian law firm with offices in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, and Adelaide. Not only do Holman Webb offer comprehensive legal services, but they are also a proud recipient of the LX Star, recognizing their commitment to achieving gender equality and leadership. Discover more about their services, initiatives and industry-leading insights at www.holmanweb.com.au. Lastly, 
Our sponsor The CEO Magazine is an iconic, global media brand that inspires and promotes excellence within the business world. It is a source of information, inspiration and motivation for the world's most successful leaders, executives, investors and entrepreneurs. Go to www.thesiomagazine.com.